Welcome to another inspiring edition of the Brandy Joe Show, your weekly dose of wealth and wisdom for a prosperous financial life. And here's your host, Brandy Joe Newman. So a little background. This, this is how I've arrived at this kind of meta moment, if you will. I stumbled upon um, an NLP ad on Instagram, Neuro, how? better <laughs> neuro-linguistic programming and it's a way to talk to people in a way to talk to others not to trick anybody but to have to have a language that is um, actionable and that will clear out some of the there's that word again clear out some of the crap that's in your way and I went to a, a weekend workshop it was a Saturday Sunday it was in Austin met some incredible people hello Claire I don't know what it was about that weekend, but somehow I stumbled upon David G. Somehow David G came into my life and it was radical. He was saying all the right things and leading me down the right path. And I listened and I watched and I followed and here I am. So I was literally searching for a better way to communicate with other people instead of myself. And you're going to hear that one a lot too, the self. There's only one true self. And I think that's in in a in a roundabout way what i'm getting at is that we're all searching for purpose in some way and one of my purposeful acts is to produce this podcast on a consistently scheduled basis so that's a little background um i'm going to talk about my KPIs all right just real quick and this is this is kind of kind of going to be the the summary intro to every one of the podcasts. Um, it's not going to be this long and, and um, rambly, but I have it right here in front of me. So if I really want to be all the good things in the world that I want to see, there are certain key performance indicators. It's a fancy word. It's a fancy word for, are we doing the things? Are we, are we indicating success at every point along the road to where it is that we want to go? So direction. So the direction that I want to go in is to literally have a life where I'm not worried about anything. Concerned, caring, absolutely. But to leave it up to let it go and, and leave it up to the universe, God, whoever your higher power is, whatever is outside of us, just leave it. Just leave it, let it go, and just go on with yourself. So the KPI that the first KPI that I want to talk about is I want to share my share my life and what I've learned on this journey so far to inspire you to make positive changes so the world will be more positive as well. So what I'm trying to do through this camera, through this microphone, is to inspire you to just be a little bit better. Not performance-wise, but just be a little bit better. You do realize that the energy that you have inside of you is radiating. And if it's bad, toxic, not genuine, um, you lack integrity, you lie. I've met some people this past year in 2022 that did that. That radiates and it, and it, and it reverberates throughout the world. I truly believe this. One of the, the I would think the biggest KPI, I'm going to need wireless um, earbuds. The biggest KPI in 2023 is to remain alcohol free. I thought it was going <laughs> to, I thought yesterday it was going to um, be a very short alcohol-free 2023 because I was like, oh but what I did, so let me tell you what I did. And this is usually the case about 
4, 4.30 in the afternoon, I'm kind of done with what I've wanted to accomplish for the day. I'm pretty good about setting intentions for the day, noting what victories I want to have throughout the day. Little accomplishments, little goals that I want to do. You know, uh, a glorified task list, if you will. 4, 4.30, I'm done. Do I go spend 30 bucks on golf? Do I go spend $2 on a Dr. Pepper? Or do I go spend... $30 on a couple of old fashions at Monami. I would go spend a couple of, I would go spend about an hour and a half with some old fashions at Monami. And I would, you know, invite my favorite people. And I do that probably twice a week. And if, and when you add that up, I added it up the other day, it's about $3,600 a year. So at the end of 2023, I better have an extra $3,600 in my, in my bank account. That's all I can say. One of the other, so, there, so there's three KPIs for me. I'm going to share my life. And if I'm sharing my life on a consistent basis through these mediums, that's good. Not drinking alcohol in 2023, that's good. And then the other thing is more doing and less planning. I'm a big planner. I love to plan. I don't, I don't really like to know what's going to happen, but I want to be prepared for what's going to happen. And the thing with me is... I just want to be prepared because I think being prepared for, I don't know, what you think is going to happen leads to meeting an expectation. I like for people to tell me what they expect of me because if I don't meet an expectation, it leads to resentment. And before I didn't realize why I was pissing so many people off, um, couldn't keep friends, people would disappoint me, and I wasn't really aware of my impact these last five years have taught me that my life is more than just money and stuff. You know, on Instagram, Facebook, social media, whatever, we're bombarded with, you know, you should be better than you are. And I think that is such bullshit. It is a travesty to think that who we are right now in this moment is not the best possible version of ourselves leading up to this moment in this moment. That may be a little woo-woo for some people, but I just think all of this... Now, there's, there's one thing about leadership and learning how to lead and learning about... Um, lear learning how people are. Understanding how people are, culture, you know, how they arrive at decisions, how they make decisions. You know, leadership skills is completely different from, from personal development and what I believe is what we're bombarded with on social media with these growth tools and all of this. I'm completely turned off by all of that because it compounds the problem of comparing ourselves to one another. And I just, I just don't think it's fair. Um, I think if we're happy with where we are and we're grateful for what we have accomplished, whether it's a lot or whether it's a little, it doesn't matter. It's it's more than the stuff and it's more than really what you've done. It's how you love each other. It's how you respect each other. It's the, and I'll go back to it again, it's the energy that you put out into the world and how people take that energy. It's not my responsibility to understand, it's not my responsibility to make sure that you understand where I'm coming from. I need to understand where I'm coming from first. Only put out good positive energy and you know stay away from the judgment and the the comparing um i think that's that's why everybody's on this on this search like i was well i searched and i found and here i am so this is how i've arrived at this moment and i believe that 
what I do with my time needs to add to the value of everyone around me that comes in contact with me, that's listening to this podcast right now, that's watching me on YouTube, all of that, that somehow, some way, what I present to the world has to be the best for everyone involved. Even the people that I think are somewhat evil and twisted and crooked and disingenuine and all of that. I need to somehow connect to them on some sort of level to repair that and help them arrive at a better place and to help them realize that they need to make the world a better place. You know, all the, all the woo-woo. You know, and if, and if you'll permit me, I'll go into the kind of the five-minute bio on myself because some people could be listening to this podcast and be saying, like, who the hell is this chick? So little five-minute bio. I was born and raised in East Texas, Kilgore. Um, golf was a big part of our lifestyle growing up. We didn't travel. We didn't go anywhere. We went to the mall and the country club, and basically that was it. Um, cattle, oil and gas, banking, real estate, aggregate, all of those things were kind of the family business that was kind of a point of contention throughout my family. Money was always kind of this thing that was held over, held held upon us. Um, and mo- money was a big part of all that. And it wasn't, it, I'm not going to say that, well, actually, actually I will say it. And, and sometimes it was toxic. And I think that's why my profession, my career has always been focused around money and the concept of money, not just money as in trying to hold it and keep it and protect it and that kind of thing, but just money as a concept in the fact that, you know, we use it as an exchange of goods and services, but also some, some people keep score with money. I don't think that's very fair. And money affords people the Money affords people opportunities that can actually help the world. I read something the other day about how money comes into people's lives. And I think it was an example of Elon Musk, how, you know, whatever Elon Musk wants to do, he couldn't do that if he just wanted money. He wants to make the world a better place. I'm a big Elon fan. And I'm not a big Tesla fan, but I'm a big Elon Musk fan. And if you want to do certain things and they cost money, the universe, God, spirit, whatever, that money will flow in that direction because that's what it needs. That's what that great idea needs is money. And it's, it's, um, to me, it's a great way to look at it, that it's not just people hoarding money and trying to keep it to themselves. It's, it's a way to, uh, use that as a means to make the world better. So prior to this, prior to this last five years, I was literally at bottom when I should have, when I actually in my career, I was at the top. I had achieved a certain level of income. I had achieved a certain level of respect from my colleagues in my industry, but I was like, okay, what, what is the deal? Why am I so miserable? And I would take it out on the people that I loved. I was not in a position personally to where I could be vulnerable. I needed to act like this cock ass and this arrogant bitch. Um, I just wasn't, I wasn't a very good person. Um, I was a lot of fun, (laughs) but 
I just, I just wasn't, wasn't that great of a person. But, you know, going back and going over the things that I, that I grew up around and, and kind of the imprinting and the, the conditioning that I experienced, it was, it was always a means to just be safe and just be just above good enough, just to be, I'm not going to, and I don't want to say this in the wrong way, but mediocrity was a big thing in my family. And I'm just not one of those people that I want to be above average, period, end of story. I want to be better than most um, because I think I can, I think I can lend something to people that will make them happier and healthier. And again, that goes back to the reason that I'm doing this podcast. Um, People ask me all the time, you know, did I play golf in college? I went to college for two semesters and I said, this is a bunch of crap. This is the dumbest thing that I've ever done. I lasted maybe three semesters almost and I said, okay, I'm just going to go play golf. And I literally left Texas at 21 and went around the world. Um, I tell people now in this, in this eight full time, so eight years playing full time, multiple tours around the world, I experienced people and culture on a completely different level. And looking back, having this, this opportunity in this time to be able to take a break, to take time off, to really do the searching and to really do the work as uh, Byron Katie calls it to really work on what it is that makes me tick and to go back and look at some of the things that have created this version of Brandy Joe. that during that time going around the world, I experienced so many different things, so many different cultures, so many different types of people that I'm not surprised by much now looking back on it in that you know, we look at different cultures as being, and this this is kind of the American exceptionalism in in me, well, not in me, but this is how I come across as this American exceptionalist, that we look at other cultures as being wrong or not great. And they probably look at us and, and say the same thing. It I've I've been on this planet long enough, almost 50 years, to know that it takes different people, different types of people different types of cultures to make the world go round. If we were all the same, God, it would be so boring. And it would just, it would, it would not be great. After that eight straight years, I actually, I met Claudia and I was recruited to an investment bank. And that lasted a couple of years. I was just miserable because it was basically all, all that time spent being in financial services in the late 90s and the early 2000s, experiencing the dot-com boom and then the dot-com bust and then how 9-11 changed Wall Street. It was basically a way to separate people from their money. All that's, That is exactly what Wall Street is. Now, I'm not saying that Wall Street does not play a role in someone's financial journey. It does, but you have to be cognizant of the elements and the manipulation that goes on at every single solitary level within the financial services industry. When I was recruited from the, I'm not going to say the name, into this particular investment bank, um, it was every Monday morning, this is what we're buying this week, this is what we're selling this week, this is what you need to put your new clients on, this is what you need to put your old clients on. Um, 
this is what we're holding. And this all came down from, you know, a couple of floors of analysts that said, you know, this is what we're doing. And it was, it was not looking at someone's personal economy or personal financial life holistically and saying, this is how these things should fit together. And so I was more drawn to the people than the products. And I was more drawn to, I, I connected with people at a, at a, base level to where they just wanted to make sure that what they saved, they got to keep. That was basically how I was drawn into financial planning. I had befriended a gentleman at the Estate Planners Council here in San Antonio, and he introduced me to my longtime mentor now, Joe Kane, and I was recruited into his firm. I worked with him for 15 plus years. I worked with Joe at two different firms as a financial planner and retirement specialist. And then when I hit that kind of what I called before a bottom, when I was actually at the top of my career, that was in 2016, I guess I was burnt out. And I realized this, this somehow that I needed to know exactly what was going on with me. You know, drinking too much, you know, looking for things outside of myself and just, you know, the, the information and the, the, you know, what God was putting into my life was, you know, doing one of two things. It was either making me learn or making me, or, or making me look. And so I went kind of on this, this five-year self-realization journey at 45. And luckily, you know, I've, I've always been very blessed that, you know, I was able to take a break from real life and still make a living by teaching golf and, you know, go on this self-realization journey, you know, of sorts that, um, you know, looking back and then sitting here right now, now I know exactly who I am and exactly what I want to put out in the world, not who I want to be, who I am. And I want to be the best version of me, you know, every single solitary day. And the, the theme that has come out of this last five years as, is to live my passion, purpose, and play. You know, you have to have an outlet of sorts. I actually thought golf was all three five years ago. Little did I know then what I know now is golf is a way for me to master myself. And if you don't play golf, I don't suggest starting as an adult. That is just my professional opinion. In the average round of golf, you're basically living a lifetime and you're dealing with how you respond to certain situations. But the, the overarching, I guess, theme of golf in relation to life is that it's it has nothing to do with the golf course or the environment or the atmosphere or the clubs or the ball or the or you know the the lie of the ball or or the conditions it has everything to do with you and that is for me golf is a way to keep understanding who it is that I am. Um, my purpose is, is literally now, and, and, you know, going back during this, during these five years, I actually shelved my licenses for a little while. And then one day somebody called me and said, Hey, I want to, I saw a video of you on YouTube. I really like how you just put it out there and in a way that's so easy to understand and it makes total sense and it's not a gamble. And that's what this person told me over the phone. And I was like, Oh, well, that's just, that's great. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Um, they became a client. Um, 
financial financial planning, infinite banking, you know, cash flow wise, business wise, you know, they're they're building their their mini empire actually in um, uh, Latin America, and you know these little drips of these people that would contact me, and I don't know how they found me because I had you know, I had shut, not shut down, but I had basically closed off my websites. Social media had nothing to do with money anymore. Um, and there was just, it wasn't a pull back into the financial services industry. It was, Brandy, you can help people. Brandy, you can, you can make people realize that they have more than what they think they do. Brandy, it's a way for you to get the drag of debt out of people's lives. It's a way for you to free them of the stress of what money can create. So now at the age of of 50, and again, I want to express how incredibly grateful I am to have the opportunity to go through this, not phase, but just go through this exercise of really understanding who I am and not what I want to be anymore, exactly who I am. So I did get a little long-winded, but I I just want to make sure that I'm putting all of this out here so if I can help, if my words and my experience and my journey up to this day, up to this minute, up to this second can inspire someone to, you know, really get happy with what it is that they already have, that's the key right there, is to not go and find and search. It's all right here and how to deal with it and how to use it to the best of your ability because everybody has everything that they need to be as happy as they want to be. So that's my spiel for this episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to The Brandy Joe Show. You can find out more on our website, brandyjoenewman.com.